This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself, the podcast where we're all trying to love ourselves a little bit more. Oh, Lauren snogging someone in a bush. I know that wasn't me. <laughs> mm, yeah, okay. This was me. Oh no, I just remembered. Guilty. <laughs> Right, Laura, we have got to talk about the panel that you spoke on recently. Oh, my goodness. I was so proud. Oh, you're just like my, my mum in the <laughs> audience. You're just like, okay, go, go, Laura. <laughs> Literally, um, I was your Chris Jenner. I was like, you go, do, do it, sweetie, you do it. <laughs> you are my Chris Jenner. Oh, my God, you're my mum <laughs> How did I not realise this? Okay, well, so many great discussions there we talked about on the panel was about sustainability in fashion um, and about how difficult that is when you're in a bigger body, when you're plus size, because you're so limited with the options. There was talk about plus size fashion. We talked about the mid-size movement. We talked about the podcast and about body confidence and also the impact on like mental health. So when you're in a bigger body and so you can't find clothes the impact that, that can have on mental health it really was a fantastic event um, and a really inclusive event as well did you feel that it was just amazing it was such a good event and we got to speak to some of our go love yourself guests we got to meet well in real life stephanie yaboa and tally Wright, and loved it oh, <laughs> such lovely hard. inspiring people <laughs> and yeah steph was actually on the panel as well she's so mm. eloquent when she speaks so passionate she as well is. and she was talking about the mid-size movement and how it's actually kind of a bit fat phobic and well it is but um yeah it was a very very interesting discussion and uh, yeah really great to be a part of i know i loved it and what do you know one of the biggest things i've taken away is the talk about sustainability and mm. we might have to do more chats on it you know i think we're gonna have to do more research in general but a lot of blame gets thrown around about sustainability and i think the only thing the main thing that i took away from that was buy better and buy things that you love because if you buy things that you love then you're going to wear them more and that's the best thing that you can do when it comes to you know reusing and recycling your clothes wear them wear them but don't wear things once and chuck them away so buy things that you love so i took loads away from that and the mental health nurse that you had on the panel she was so good yeah um really so was. yeah brilliant event and laura did us all proud everyone you should be really proud of her but i christianed for you all so don't worry <laughs> <about it>. thanks babes <laughs> appreciate you <laughs> Oh, Laura, it's nearly Halloween. Are you excited? Do you think I'm excited? What do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I know, Misery I know, over I asked it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but also you could be a bit, I get it, but you could be excited because you could dress up buddy. I am going to dress buddy up. I actually Yay! <laughs> I thought the other day that it'd be really cute to do like him as like E.T., you know, in like the bike, the front of the bike. And then I'm like, Matt's Elliot and I'm Drew Barrymore's character. Oh my God. <laughs> that a bit extra. <laughs> yes, I fucking love it. Oh my God. Can you please, can I, do you need a photographer? I'll yes, come please. around. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Matt as Elliot for me. <laughs> <laughs> But do you know also, do you know what's so funny is that when I asked you if you were excited about Halloween, your face dropped. And then as soon as I mentioned, are you dressing up Buddy? Ladies and gents, her face lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. Like. Oh, anything to do with Buddy and I'm happy. But I just, I don't know. I just find Halloween a bit pointless. <laughs> I say, I don't know. Merry do you know Christmas. Do you know what my favourite thing about Halloween is? He's buying is in loads of treats, right? Loads of like stuff yeah. for the kids. And then <laughs> shutting all the curtains, turning off all the lights and eating them all myself. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll buy all the treats. I'll stick them in a bowl. They won't be going anywhere near the door. The, the door will be locked. <laughs> the lights will be off and I'll be carrying on the floor. But don't worry about it. <laughs> so are you excited then? Have you got any plans? Um, no. So I've already been uh, pumpkin picking because I'm a basic bitch. Obviously. And I love it, obviously. Uh, but no, I've never really been massively into Halloween and I blame my mother for this so mother if you're listening uh, she already knows that we blame her for this like we never went trick or treating as a kid ever 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 I don't remember ever once going I remember going to a couple of Halloween parties that my friend Emma's mum hosted go on Jackie Carves with the best Halloween parties ever but we never went trick-or-treating, so Halloween's not a vibe. Did you go trick-or-treating? Yeah, I did. I remember, yeah. I always used to go with oh, my friend man. Beth. And um, loads of, like... I think this was before it was an actual thing. And, like, loads of houses, like, didn't have anything. So you used to give us money. Mate, when I tell you, we fucking cleaned Stop up. Stop it. We were smart kids. We went to the posh bit of Grows End. There is a posh bit of Grows End, by the way, before you, like, you know, there come is. at me. We, we, we knocked on all the, like, the rich houses. <laughs> Mate, we cleaned up. Oh, my up. God. <laughs> They gave money. It's amazing what a bin bag and a bit of green face paint and a witch's hat I know this is it. It's minimal effort and you expect me, like I dress up better than that. I'm actually, <laughs> listeners, I'm dressed up better than that now because I'm wearing devil horns because for the occasion, because I like to dress up when we record. So I've just got little devil horns on for Laura. Don't worry Lauren about Lauren doesn't those. get out much. Can you tell? <laughs> I really don't. It's been a long day at work and I'm like, I'm just going to put on my devil horns. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... Halloween and Christmas are like really like much bigger in the States. Is that a fair assumption? I would totally say so. I think the Brits, we give everyone a run for their money with Christmas because we go a bit ham for Christmas. But for Halloween, like America, you see it everywhere, all on TikTok and stuff. People like decorating their entire houses for Halloween and stuff. We don't really do that here. So I want to, I'd love to, but um, it's yeah, effort. Agreed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, like I say, it's effort, but I will put the effort in for a Halloween party. And I have been to some very good Halloween parties in my time, uh, mostly at uni. Oh, my God. R.I.P. My uni life. Did you did you do like the Halloween party vibes at school, uni, kids, 20s last year? Not really. I think probably for one reason alone, not the fact that I'm a miserable bitch, by the way, before you jump <laughs> in there and tell me that. I don't really know that. But because um, Halloween costumes are really hard to find when you're plus size, I think probably adult costumes in general are probably difficult to find again because we probably don't really go mad for it in the UK. But finding a plus size Halloween costume, nigh on impossible, let me tell you, because they consider plus size to be like 16 to 18. And even then they come up very small. So I've always found it a challenge. So if anyone knows of any places to get plus size um, outfits, please let me know because I would love to hear it. I was thinking that if I did get invited to anything this year, I would be going as Ursula as Little Mermaid is out next year. <gasps> yeah, uh, That feels like quite a fun one to do. But I always feel like when you're considering dressing up and you're in a bigger body... Like, I don't know, for me, I always feel a bit like I have to dress up as a plus size person or it will just look weird. Once, I will tell you that I went to a fancy dress party dressed as George Michael, just for shits and giggles. And I look bloody brilliant. I've seen a fo- You looked fucking I awesome. Look I've seen a photo of that. I just remembered. You look fucking awesome. But I always, I feel like I always had to take that into consideration, which is actually quite sad, isn't it, really? When you think that's, about it. I was about to say that's really sad. Yeah. And I feel like you're probably not alone, that you could, you feel like you could, like the fact that you've just gone and want to dress up as Ursula, although I feel like now we've re- 
claimed it and like Ursula's a fucking badass yes, bitch so yeah we want to dress up she is, yeah, yeah like would happily dress up as Ursula <laughs> yeah please I knew as soon as you were saying it and obviously this is the reason we're doing a, an episode about parties and we're, we're touching on Halloween is because we know that so many people out there purposely have avoided going to parties or haven't been invited to parties or haven't ever dressed up because they haven't been able to find costumes that fit them or are functional or just felt out of place or anything because of the size of their body because yeah. of the way people made them feel yeah. about the size of their body and that is really heartbreaking and it's just another way in which the world makes people in bigger bodies feel different isolated ridiculed and i don't like it i I hear the word fancy dress and my heart literally sinks because i think oh what can i go as because a i'm going to struggle to find a costume and b am i going to make an an absolute tit of myself if the person i'm trying to impersonate Mm. is not plus size do you know what I mean? It's just another... Yeah. It's just something else to think about. That again, I think if you're in a smaller body, you, you maybe wouldn't think about. Well, I'm telling you now, yeah, as a, you know, growing up and being at uni in a smaller body, I fucking loved fancy dress, mate. That I would have gone... I, the fancy dress stuff we used to go out when was... I can't even begin to tell you. You used to go in pants. You used to go out in <laughs> pants. You used to go out in Anne Summers fucking underwear and stuff. Fancy dress all the time. But now... Looking back again and now looking at like the stuff that's available to me, even in 2022 is like, well, fuck my life. Mm. I, you know, I'm not allowed to go out dressed sexy for Halloween if I wanted to. I've, you know, the option is a DIY costume with a bin bag. I don't want to do that. There are definitely tea types of people at Halloween though, don't you think? Like the ones (laughs) that are like sexy cat vibes (laughs) and then the ones that are just like, I don't know, like mass murderer. Like they really go for it and they're like not, they don't want to look pretty. Yeah, I I wonder which one you would be, Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, you know it, you fucking know it. I did use, I did once go as a very sexy cat in pants and an Anne Summers tutu, I think. Nice. Uh, in 2008, babes. What a time to be alive it was. I can picture that. But no, fuck no. Now I'm going like full, I would go like full Halloween, gross and gross, or devil horns and a bra. Yeah, I, fuck I, I it. can see you in that, definitely. <laughs> Get my tits out for the lads. Yeah, love it. Love that for me. <laughs> so do you think, do you like, you obviously said it's different now, like you're a bit older in your 30s. Like, do you think you socialise differently? Like, and like a party's different now than they were in your 20s and even in your, your late teens? Oh my God. It's not something I've thought about, but yes. And I will say less so now because of this podcast. But before then, yeah, you'd think nights out, parties, anything like that, going back to your hometown and going out, I would be, I would dread it because I looked different than I did the last time people saw me. Mm. And it was like, okay, I've got to wear stuff that's going to make me look smaller Mm. and sexier and stuff. And I wore shit outfits because I was like just wearing these shit dresses that I I thought would make me look smaller. And they obviously didn't because they're not going to hide my body. And yeah, I hated it. Oh my God. Yeah. Do you know what? About the 2016, 17, 18, 19, I hated it. I used to dread going out. And obviously if you know me or, you know, have listened to this podcast or follow me on Instagram, you know that like I'm a massive extrovert. I fucking love going out. And I hated it for so long. Oh my God, I'm really sad about that now because oh, Lauren. my body looked different. I was scared about what people that used to know me would say. Do you know what as well? And this still, this bothers me now. And this is now just a factual thing of life. Heels. Yeah. I can't, I used to wear, I oh. cannot even begin to tell you the heels that I used to wear when I was younger. Fucking mm. like literally bigger than this huge, massive water bottle I've got right next to me right now. Now I can wear small heels because I've got so much weight on my feet yeah 
that it fucking hurts and I can't sustain. Again, it's things like that that people, I, I think some people don't even think about. So like you're, when you're wearing heels, especially if you've got like a stiletto and maybe it's even if it's quite high, that is a lot of weight that you are putting onto such a small you know point basically at the bottom of your like your foot just walking alone is, is is very difficult and then walking for a substantial or standing for a substantial amount of time is like nigh on impossible i would say when you're plus size as you get older i think it is just more tricky um so that's really tough and yeah i'm the same as you i was I actually just like kind of got a wave of sadness thinking about like how i was in my uni days and in my 20s and stuff and I did go out at uni and I did go and socialise. I've never been a big party person. I'm always like, I generally always sort of knew my limit and I'd be like, I've had enough now. I want to go home at like 11, 12 o'clock because I'm a home bird. But I think a lot of the reasons why I didn't go out so much was because I couldn't find the clothes. So when I was 21, there was no ASOS curve. I, I literally had to shop on the high street and I was already a size 22, I think, maybe maybe a bit bigger, 24 at that point and it was just honestly it was impossible to find any clothes so I would go out in like a denim skirt whereas all the girls would be in like those like tight bodycon dresses and all of that yeah. and I just never really felt like I fit in I didn't feel like I fit in anyway because I was fat and I felt undesirable and I never really got chatted up by the boys at my uni and all of that and it honestly it really like affected me and I'm actually like kind of fighting back tears yeah. at the minute really just because it I just I just remember how that felt and it was horrible but I feel like when you're at uni or when you're younger there is that expectation that you have to be a party person and I just don't think I really was I've always liked just conversation or going out for dinner or drinks and stuff like that I think I've always been a bit mature for my age and I don't know if that's because I was bigger or not and I had to kind of grow up quicker because I realized the world wasn't that kind of place when you're fat basically but yeah now socializing for me is is like it's a bit anxiety inducing and I don't know if that's just because of covid I don't know if it's because I'm still fat or like or what but um I can do a bit and I can put it on I feel like that's it though for me it's like it's like putting on a show and then I go home and I'm like okay recharge my batteries um the social anxiety I feel now is like oh it makes me feel a bit queasy and I just I just prefer to be at home in my comfort place with the tv on with Matt with Buddy with some lovely snacks my god i sound so boring and miserable no no you don't and i was about to say like there's a there's there's you know everybody's different nothing can evidence this more more than me and you like we are so different you are an introvert and i'm an extrovert and both of our experiences of both things we like are valid and everyone's gonna you know most people will identify with one of us there's nothing wrong with preferring nights in especially when you get a bit older (laughs) fuck that shit you used to go out six nights a week i can't i can't go out (sighs) six nights a month now like i can't cope there's nothing wrong with that there's only something when it starts to like mask an issue so anyway even if you're going out all the time if that's masking an issue but Mm. as long as you're not not going out because you're worried about what people are going to say or all that kind of stuff and I hope that's not the case yeah I'm less worried about that as I've gotten older because also I just think oh it's a bit of an easy insult isn't it but when I was younger yeah I definitely felt like I was a bit of a laughing stock or a joke that wasn't nice but yeah I feel better now and also I know that most of the time I'll feel all right I can I'll wear clothes that I feel good in and that that is so key I think is comfort comfort is in what you're wearing but also like how you feel in it if you if you are comfortable in something you will wear it better and you I can guarantee you'll have a better time how many of us have been out for a night out or even a lunch whatever not felt that comfortable in what we're wearing and how much does it impact you 
so yeah I think you learn that as you get older to just stick to things that you're comfortable in um even if it may be not the most glamorous or sexy out, out option like I'd love to wear more heels but realistically I can't walk in them and then I'm not comfortable in them and it, it makes me like makes me miserable <laughs> even more miserable <laughs> yeah like 10 15 20 years ago when you were younger if you're having to wear the same denim skirt or you're having to wear these kind of things that you're not comfortable in versus now, I think you and both you and I, and hopefully a lot of people listen to this podcast, very rarely wear something now that we don't feel comfortable in and therefore don't feel confident in. And as you were saying that, I was like, I can't remember the last time I wore an outfit that I didn't feel fabulous in because that's because I curate my fucking wardrobe now. So now if I was invited to a party... I would be like, right, okay, I know I've got a couple of outfits in there that I can wear because I'm going to feel comfortable and confident in them. Whereas like four years ago, I would have got the invitation to a party and fucking dreaded it. because I was like, right, I'm just going to have to wear my usual uniform of black jeans and a black camisole and a, and a kimono because that's literally all I fucking wore from 2016 to 2019, I swear. <laughs> you and the rest of the world, babes. <laughs> and a long necklace. <laughs> oh God, the long necklaces, I can't, I cannot. In the sh- oh oh no, so awful. I feel like as well when you are like, a lot of us face pressure as well to always buy something new. So if you have a party or event, there is always that expectation of like, yes, oh, I need to get something so. new. And with the cost of living crisis that we're in, I think that's a really potentially even dangerous um, sort of situation to, to feel that you're in because, you know, there's no point getting yourself into debt. Like a night out already is going to cost a lot of money with food, drink, taxes, whatever. And then you add on an outfit. And I think you're lucky now if you can find a dress, like a nice one for under 50 quid. And that's a lot of money, isn't it? And then you're not even thinking about like shoes and accessories to match and all of that. So it's a lot. It's a lot and it's unnecessary. And there is so much more important things to worry about. So if you're going on, you know, if you've been invited to a night out or a party or a brunch or a whatever, don't add the pressure of already the pressure of socializing with having to find like a new outfit. Pick something from your out. Pick something from your wardrobe that you fucking love. And if it's the same thing you've worn to the last four parties, who the fuck cares? Like yeah, take exactly. a cracking outfit with it. Put a different color lipstick with it. Put a different bag with it. Who cares? It's you know what the most important thing about that is that you feel fucking confident and you go out and you have a good time and that's going to happen because you feel confident and comfortable in what you're wearing and you're with people that you like and you're going to have a good time. Like don't worry about buying loose things. That no, don't do that. <laughs> We actually asked you guys on Instagram if you had any questions on this too. And we had one in from uh, Sinead. Hi, Sinead. She says, uh, I have anxiety that's particularly bad in the winter. So I find it hard to convince myself to leave the house and go to social events. Do you have any tips? I understand that and I think probably Laura you're quite the same you know that kind of feel of like I just want to be home and cozy and I think mm-hmm. everyone feels that like yeah. you know we had a really long hot summer and I'm literally trying to stop myself from singing girls loud right now <laughs> I knew it's it. been a long hot summer <laughs> it goes, anyway. <laughs> I'm trying really <laughs> hard to stop myself here it is anyway Kelsey <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Capri she fucking sings shut up Lauren right anyway um so yeah the, the they're like oh, the temptation to sit in and be cozy and that's there's nothing wrong with that but also if you've got people in your life that you want to go and hang out with or if there's something that you want to go and do then make sure you take the time to go and do those things as well that's still lovely you're still gonna have a lovely time and then you'll be able to go home and probably appreciate your home a little bit more I know that at the minute I'm trying to get out the house a little bit more and now when I come home I open my door 
And I'm doing now what I used to do when I first bought the house for the first like three months. I used to come in and say, hi, house, because I was so <laughs> excited to be there. I was so excited to have my house. Haven't done that for so long because I've just spent every fucking minute here. But now I'm like going out a bit more. I come home and I appreciate my house a bit more. So sometimes it can be good to get out to yeah. then come back home. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I agree with that. And I, I don't really have any advice because I actually am... Um, I struggle with that too. Um, so all I'll say is that you're not alone in that. I, I kind of go between, yeah, exactly that, Lauren, as in feeling a bit sort of anxious and, you know, worrying about going out and especially leaving Buddy now. And then on the flip side, when I don't go out and I don't have anything in the diary, I sit here and I feel like a sack of shit and I feel lonely and I feel isolated and I feel stuck in the house. So it's really hard, I think, to have the sort of self-discipline to like make yourself go out and do things and not also cancel plans. I'm like, I can be quite bad at that, but it's not from a place of like not wanting to see people. It's just more like just effort, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, being a bit more disciplined, I think, I think I need to do that. Yeah, but everyone feels that. I feel like FOMO has kind of transferred to now JOMO, which is the joy of missing oh, absolutely. out. absolutely. So we've all, we all get a little bit of the JOMO, but also I think it is important to keep socialising. Loneliness is, in whatever capacity, whether you are in a relationship, not in a relationship, don't care. Loneliness is a horrible feeling and it can be quite dangerous. So making sure you keep up your social interactions is really, really important. And also your friends want to see you, your family want to see you. So if you feel like you have to push yourself, you just got to push yourself. But you know, I say this to one of my friends, actually, I was like, and she feels the same. She, you know, she's got Jomo. We always say like, as soon as you get there, you know, you're going to fucking love it. You're going to have the best time of your life. She's like, I know, I know, I know. And then she does. And then you go home and it's like, I had a really fucking great night. So sometimes Jomo, sometimes FOMO. There you go. There's our advice. (laughs) (laughs) There's also this one for you, Lauren, and it's from Chloe. She says, I'm struggling to enjoy social events at the minute because my confidence is shit. Lauren, I know you've spoken previously about gaining weight and being nervous about how people would react. So how did you build up your confidence again? Oh my God, this is such a good question. And we touched on it slightly earlier in that I know that I'm not my body. I am the the annoying person that sings on a podcast. I'm also, you know, the person that talks too much about history and skincare and all this kind of shit. That's me. This is not my body. And yeah, I look different, but so does everybody. And it's really fine. And also the people that matter don't mind and the people yeah. that mind don't matter. Absolutely, and I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't agree with that more. So if people are going to say shit about you, it really is a them problem than it, more than it is a you problem. And that's probably been one of the biggest things of like finding peace is that if anyone's got a problem with you, the way you look or the way you do anything, it's a them problem, not a you problem, hun. You are fabulous. So Chloe, I just think sometimes you've got to fake it till you make it. Go and put on a sassiest fuck outfit, Go out with your mates, go out with your family or whoever, have a fucking fabulous night and don't give a shit about what the people think about you because they suck. (laughs) And she ends it on a song. Yeah, she does. She had to end it on a song, (laughs) didn't she? Of course she did. (laughs) So question for you, Laura, when you're going out, whatever that may be, whatever kind of event that is, and especially if you need like a bit of a boost to get yourself there, what's the things that make you feel confident or like sassy to go out and do those things? This might sound superficial, but wearing a banging outfit doing my hair nice doing my makeup nice all the things that I know I can control I know that if I'm going to turn up somewhere and feel good then I'm going to be more confident and like the Laura Aldington show will will be a success (laughs) Um, no but also like it means that I can let my hair down a bit and actually enjoy it 
and talk to people without thinking what are they looking at me and thinking about me because I genuinely think that the the sexiest thing that anyone can wear is confidence so I try and make myself look as good as I can before I go that always really helps um and sometimes I would actually say to people as well like if I'm going with like a group of mates I might just say to them look I'm feeling a bit self-conscious because of xyz can you just you know like check in with me and stuff like that and also even things like i always just find this with friends that i didn't really like to stay out that late i was always the one that was like by 11 o'clock i'm like right are we gonna get home now <laughs> and cat, please yeah go with like like-minded people but also yeah just don't be afraid to be vocal like if you're not having a good time or whatever then obviously just just go home like it's you know that's fine. all in your control and your power but like life is too short to not do things that you don't want to do so if you're at a party function whatever and you're like do you know what this is not a bit of a me like the people are shit i feel crap just go home via the, a home. kebab Nothing shop good. and just put on your pjs and go do you know what that wasn't a great night but there'll be another yeah, one same i do exactly the same and i put on a banging playlist i've got playlists for every Ooh, single situation and i've got a getting ready playlist which is basically just lizzo's <laughs> obviously <laughs> just bad just badass tune uh, to get you ready and honestly music is music makes a world go around so it's just like the best thing ever and there's nothing that can like zhuzh you up like getting ready with the girls or just getting ready by yourself just some good music i fucking love it the getting ready is better than the night out most of the time am i right Oh, I love getting do you know what I miss that so much about mm. being younger because now obviously when we're getting ready you get ready solo yeah. and I went away for a few uh, a few weekends ago with my friends for mine and my friend Rachel's birthday and I literally made all of us there was five of us and I literally made all of us get ready in the same room every day so there you've got like five girls blow drying straightening curling your hair doing their makeup getting dressed and I just loved it just remind me of being younger and like yeah the getting ready is so fun like glasses of Prosecco going music going in chat about boys yeah my god am i 15 (laughs) (laughs) do you want to (laughs) be a little bit mate fuck a little bit so i feel like this time of year like in the run-up to christmas a lot of us feel like more self-conscious than normal because there's also like this pressure to lose weight or like I don't know. It feels weird this time of year because it's almost like binge at Christmas, binge, binge, binge. And then you know that come January, it's all going to be about the whole like lose weight quick. Mm. So anyway, one of our listeners, Diane, has actually messaged us to say that in her office... Oh my God, I can't even, I don't even want to say this. She says, in her office, someone has started a biggest loser competition and whoever loses the most wins money. She says, how God, do I cope with that? That makes me so mad. Oh God, I, mean, I really I feel for you. I don't know. Awful. Get HR involved? Like fucking hell, this seems awful. It's a really hard one, isn't it? Because you sort of might feel like you don't want to say anything because you don't want to come across as like the fun sponge or like you're being sensitive or whatever. But at the same time, like that that would make me feel really uncomfortable and also i feel like you'd feel pressure to to join in even if you didn't want to mm. and that that's not that's not good that's not very healthy is it no, so maybe i think I... I think speak up because otherwise that kind of thing's just going to continue isn't it yeah it's one of those things that i think you'd be so scared to speak up about because you didn't want to upset the person but yet we're fine with being upset by this really ridiculous thing yeah. it's, it's one of those things but i think i think speak up but also probably know that that competition's not going to last that long. There's no fucking way. You can see it happening, can't you? Like, mm. I'm sure I've been part of these things. Like, I know when, when we worked I know together. I have, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm sure we... I was doing one of the fat clubs at the time, but I was doing it and other people in the office were doing it. And, you know, we'd, like, compare weight losses every week. Definitely and- don't be afraid to speak up is what I would sort of say. Um, and just say, like, oh, I just don't really feel that comfortable about it. You don't have to be, like... 
aggressive or rude about it you just say literally I like I, I feel like this is like not a bit of me I'd really appreciate if you didn't talk about it when I'm around and anyone that has any respect for you will toe the line and, and not talk about it in front of you and hopefully reconsider that as well yeah really weird I feel really weird about it mm. like I just yeah just Diane leave <laughs> <laughs> just leave just leave and then also if you can just leave like I'm a little poster for go love yourself on the notice board at work and be like hey guys listen to this podcast instead of doing this ridiculous weight loss competition at work oh I feel icky I feel icky everyone buddy is <laughs> when I listen to your voice hey. notes hey. and Lauren's like hey. you're all squealy and you're like oh, I just didn't know and Buddy's, Buddy's ears prick up and he's like is that my auntie Lauren is that another thing okay, oh, I love him so much yeah I think Christmas in work in general can be a bit of a weird time uh, and we actually had a message from a lovely listener called Maya who said I feel like work Christmas parties are pointless I don't want to spend more of my day with my co-workers without being paid for it so what are your thoughts on Christmas parties slash office parties generally and again I know exactly how this is going to go for both of us <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind an office party because I know everyone. Okay. It's, if there's a free bar or not. <laughs> Mate, fucking doesn't it? And let me tell you, having worked public sector for te- 12 years, never had it. Do you get like a £1.20 drinks voucher for the night, I bet? Like, yeah, and that's it if you're lucky. No, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we get anything in the NHS anymore. I can't remember. I think you used to get £8 uh, towards your Christmas party and obviously no one claimed it because you had to claim on expenses. So uh, yeah, the NHS is absolutely abysmal for Christmas parties and it's kind of like a DIY and you do your own um, and I've gone to some really good ones I've also had Zoom quizzes for the last two years and I'm, I've uh, I've told my boss I'm not doing it again this year we've got to go outside for Christmas yes. this year I can't cope when I worked at the company that we Laura and I used to work for and I was in the call centre at the time the contact centre my first job out of uni it was like my first Christmas party oh mate it was wild it was in like one of those hotels with like a free course dinner and a dance at the end and like people were snogging and the directors were snogging everyone oh <laughs> Laura was snogging certain someone in a bush I know that wasn't me <laughs> Mm, yeah okay I I cannot pause no no it really wasn't me I did wait hold on (laughs) I couldn't possibly tell you what I did but um, uh, oh no I just remembered guilty it wasn't it wasn't a bush and I I didn't snog anyone I really didn't Uh, Laura I'm going to have to tell you what I did off (laughs) out of the podcast now because I just remembered it's not even bad i wish it was i should have done bad anyway on the other side if you know everyone and you don't really like them yeah then that's the that's the headache isn't it but i mean they're not mandatory don't just go either don't go or just pretend that you've got there's so many sickness bars going around babes just be like oh i've got a sickness bug i can't go what a, what shame. a crying shame no one's yeah. gonna like yeah like if it really is something you don't want to do life is too short oh, honestly, don't do to do things you don't want to do just don't do it don't put yourself through it or just go for an hour if you have to and then show your face and then fuck off. Go and get a kebab. Yeah, literally that. Don't do anything that you don't want to do. Life's too short. And I'm totally with you. If you have to show your face, then do the obligatory so show your face and then fuck off. Yeah. Don't be doing it. I always just like to think of those things, again, about I said about putting on a performance, but just think of that. Just think, like, I've got to go, show my face, do all the niceties and then just come back and then be yourself and just 
chill on the sofa. Literally that. With a kebab. But can you tell I'm hungry and really want a kebab? Yeah, I've no, been no. it like eight times on this I'm really hungry. Yeah, can you tell that I really want to go to a fucking Christmas party? Can someone please invite me? Is there plus one? I want to go to like a black tie party or something. Well, I'm, this is the first year that I've been self-employed. <gasps> and I, I mean, obviously we've had COVID and so no one's had one. But yeah, I'm not going to have a Christmas party oh, this no, year. And I'm a little no. bit... I don't know. Oh I feel like I'm going to... Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a party hat and one of those like whistle things what are they called <laughs> sorry oh. you just sound like a dog <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean I, like, know, but, <laughs> I know but babe we're on a podcast they can't see what you're doing all they can hear you is going <laughs> oh okay our producer <laughs> our producer has just come on to say that it's called a party horn we all had the, we've all had the party horn though haven't we the, in the we've bushes that, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah finger under the table no just Lauren I'm joking I am joking I promise I'm sorry that was too specific of an anecdote Laura I'm sorry do you get fingered under the table at Christmas party no the reason I say you that did, is though, because the last probably the last Christmas day I went to someone got fingered under the there table there was a comedian there and our MD was really really conservative like really like proper stiff yeah like in a seat uh, he's left now I can say that I never liked him <laughs> and uh, the comedian was like doing her like stand up and everything She's, it was actually Catherine Ryan they got Catherine Ryan for oh. our um, Christmas thing which is amazing and literally within like five seconds into a set she said are you at the point of the night yet where you're all fingering each other under the <laughs> table and I just never forget his face like he just looked and his wife looked at him and was like oh my god I loved, loved it I loved it I loved it oh I do live for the office do you know what guys if you do get if you do go to a Christmas party and you get some good office gas can you tell me it please can you tell Laura and I it please so we can like <laughs> yeah we pretend. want to be fucking three A because please. I feel like our Christmas party our podcast Christmas party of the two of us there might not be <laughs> babes there's not going to be fingering under the table I'm really sorry <laughs> oh, oh damn it <laughs> One of our listeners called Teresa has asked if we have any suggestions for comfy party heels for wide feet. I will say that a wedge is your friend if you're plus size or you struggle in heels. I know it's not really the time of year for wedges, but you can get like winter, wintery wedges. <laughs> wintery wedges. Winter Why wedges. does that make me laugh? I don't know. Um, also, a block heel is going to be much more comfortable for you if you're... It's all I wear. Yeah, block heels. So don't go for the stiletto, the small kitten heels, no matter the height, really, unless they are small. And also, my little tip for there would be sensible shoes before and after. Trainers or flat shoes on the way there and as soon as you can possibly put them on afterwards. If not, as soon as the dance floor happens. No one's going to be looking at your feet on the dance floor. Wear flats if you want to. Also, the reason I do love a Christmas party is because the dress code, you can just go full sparkle. Do you like sparkles and sequins? Yes, I do, babe. Yes, I do. I don't mind it. This is so surprising to me. (laughs) Don't mind it at all. So one of our lovely listeners, Rachel, asked if we have any tips for what to wear to a Christmas party, work or otherwise. Sparkles. (laughs) On, (laughs) On top of more glitter and sparkles. Yeah. I can just wear whatever you're comfortable with something that you're going to look forward to to wearing i recently just got um a skirt from phase eight which i never wear sparkles by the way or glitter or anything like that <laughs> again that's lauren's <laughs> bag for you i tried it on thinking that it probably wouldn't suit me and i honestly fucking loved it and i can't wait to wear it i'm actually going to wear that to a party that i am actually going to in december Ooh. yeah i feel like sequins are massively in i mean they're always in every year aren't they but like get yourself something nice and sparkly and fun because that's the time that you can do it isn't it like have fun with fashion and go at Christmas and go sparkles and yes, yeah, go for it. Fuck yes. And uh, basically, just wear whatever you want. If you want to wear sparkles, do. If you don't, don't. If you want to wear trousers, wear that. If you want to wear a fucking jumpsuit, 
a full length cap who cares just wear whatever you want to wear that you're going to look fabulous in i give yourself a little bit of time so you're not panicking the day before if you are panicking the day before then that's also fine but just try not to because you'll just panic take a christmas hat take some mistletoe so you can snog the hot guy from accounting or something and just live your best life yeah okay laura so last question are we ready for the last question and it's a fun one to i'm end ready on, i think so i know you are not mrs christmas but do you listen to any Christmas music or watch any Christmas movies? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who expected that to go all. any other? No, you can't. I hate them all. Um, my mum watches Hallmark all year round, like the Christmas. Oh, show. She loves I a love cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies. film. You and my mum, we would get on so well. I, I don't. Love again, Hallmark I don't movies. know how we're so different. We're and we so get on. Uh, I don't understand it. They make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I tell you what I do like though. I don't mind a Christmas carol. That oh, is one that thing that gets me, me in the mood so for Christmas. Angry at you. Of all the Christmas songs, and you're going to go a Christmas carol. I like the carols, yeah, like the traditional ones. But so you don't. So you're not like stepping into Christmas with Elton John. I do like the Pogue song. That's my favourite. Actually, it's the only song I really like. Uh, the rest can all get in the bin. Oh my god! Do you know the worst one? I hate the worst one. Is that? Do they know it's Christmas time? Like in Africa? Okay, yeah, yeah no. they fucking do. Like. <laughs> Honestly, it's just... I don't know how that is still on air. Like, cancel okay, culture. Fair. Can you please that cancel one, that one? Yeah, that one doesn't fit Ugh. the Christmas vibes, but it is a thing. Oh, mate. How could you not... It just brings <laughs> such... You don't, just, you don't get a feeling in your bones when you hear the... Doom, 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 doom. I don't want to laugh at nothing. I literally go... Not even a bit of George Michael for last Christmas. I just, I can't help it. Right. Okay. I don't know what to do other than just say this. Dear listeners, we're really sorry to regret that this will be the last podcast episode we ever fucking record because Laura and I have fallen out because she is the Grinch. She's the Grinch. Yeah, the Grinch. Um, I get it. A lot of people are the same. My mum's not the biggest Christmas fan. Um, I, however, there is a system for Christmas music that begins in uh, in mid-November with my jazzy Christmas playlist and if anyone <laughs> loves a bit of jazzy Christmas I will share it on my stories and it is Leslie Odom Jr.'s Christmas album who was the original Aaron Burr and Harold Hamilton in the Broadway <laughs> I'm so I will sleep better tonight knowing that thank you <laughs> Christmas movies? Nothing? I don't mind the odd Christmas film if they're not cheesy. I don't like cheese. I don't like comedies. I like rom-coms. I don't like, like fun. I don't like girl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I don't like parties. I don't like social. I don't like I don't like comedies. <laughs> Anything that brings people joy. I'm just I like everything. <laughs> So, Laura, just while our friendship hangs on a very thin tinsel thread, right? <laughs> Have you seen Muppets Christmas Carol? Oh, honestly, I'd rather shit in my hands and clap than watch that absolute... Right, that's it. I'm off. I'm off. I'm off. I quit. That is my favourite christmas film ever it's probably one of my favorite films ever me and my sister have a tradition that we watch it every christmas day together and we've now in the last like well pre-covid and now this year we watch it in different ways you know how i'm watching it this year in december with my sister we're watching it with the philharmonic orchestra i can't fucking wait i'm really happy for you i'm really genuinely (laughs) that she's not good for you it's just it's not gonna be a bit of me i'll be watching the handmaid's tale oh mate (laughs) 
or some police crime <laughs> drama, all right, about death and serial killers. Yeah, I do like a bit of death and serial killers, but as much as we are joking, we totally get that there are so many people that hate Christmas for so many different reasons. That's absolutely fine. You haven't got to get all involved in it. And if you want to, you can do that as well. Who the fuck cares? The most important thing is if you want to celebrate these holidays or these periods of time that you just have a wonderful time yeah. doing what the fuck you want Without to do. Pressure. Whether that's watching Muppets or being a weirdo and not watching Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> so let's finish on a positive. Give me something that you really do love about this time of year, like Halloween, Christmas, getting colder, autumn all of it. Okay, hot chocolate. I absolutely <gasps> love a hot chocolate with marshmallows and whipped cream, obviously. And honestly, the best way to do it, like don't get any of that powdered shit from the supermarket. It's just full of crap. If you if you got some, like I've got some like baking chocolate, just heat some milk in a saucepan and then just melt <gasps> some chocolate into no. it. Dark chocolate, the better quality chocolate you can buy, the better. And then just stir it on a low heat for like a really long time. But almost like think of it as like a soup. You can just keep going back for more. Because that's the other thing about chocolate. One mug isn't enough. I will post the recipe up for you guys. I mean, it's not rocket science, but I will post my hot chocolate recipe up on socials for you guys and there you go can i now remove the title of mrs grinch you can because i'm about to grinch all over your face because i don't like hot chocolate well, just i think it, do one I, Lauren. Right? Find another I podcast think it's fucking host. gross <laughs> and in the, the day i'm right you're wrong and then that's the you know that's that's just how no, it goes thank no, you very much i'm for so sorry differences of opinions doesn't come into it when your opinion is that you don't like muppets christmas carol because that's factually incorrect yeah we're, we're gonna differ on that okay be right back <laughs> gonna make a hot chocolate so lauren when we were asking for questions for this episode we also had a message come in from somebody called mary uh, and she said that she saw our question box asking for party season stresses and she actually wrote and said no i'm good this year and she says it's because of people like us. She said, I'm almost 60 and I'm finally at the stage where this year I'll wear what I bloody well want because I love it and I feel good in it. And she said, I didn't even realise this shift had happened until I saw the question box. That has put the biggest smile oh on my, my face. Gosh. That's why we're doing it, Mary. Thank you so much. Do you know what? I love that. And do you know, I think I love that it's the natural, gradual, really slow shift in perspectives because Mary I think I'm with you as well like there's been shifts going on and you don't notice it's happening until something like knocks you out of it and you're like shit I don't care about this stuff anymore oh my god that's made me so happy yeah same yeah. me too thank oh you Mary oh my gosh and I hope that there are more of you that feel that way as well um oh I just love that so much uh but while we're talking about wonderful things there was a couple more things from the go love yourself community group that we need to celebrate first off there's been loads of chat on the Facebook group about people going to see Lizzo so I love that loads of us have got tickets I can't wait so yeah if you're going post about it we'll all be posting about it next year we're going to see her at the O2 I can't freaking wait and secondly well I've just come down from my Lizzo high we've got to celebrate Becca from the group Hey Becca, because she said, Today I took my three and a half year old daughter swimming for the first time ever. I've been wanting to do it for ages, but haven't had the confidence to go. I finally did it and the world didn't end. It didn't end. It didn't end. <laughs> Shut Gara. Well done. No, I can imagine I, I can it. Yeah, I can imagine that was like a really, really big thing. Probably like built up in your head way too much. I can just imagine um how difficult that would have been for you. I'm so glad you did it. We're so proud of you. Well done. Mm. And keep going. Keep doing it. Things are not as scary as they seem. And these 
small wins they're actually big wins they're all part of like you know the kind of like the journey to loving yourself a little bit more so um and i'm sure your daughter had the best time swimming with you as well becca so that's really nice and then last but not least big shout out to yvette who said i used to hate having my photo taken until i joined this group and found some confidence thank you to laura and everyone (laughs) not you lauren just me <laughs> Not me. Nah. I just you, Laura. Well wow. done, you, babes. Um, for all the encouragement to love ourselves. Well done, Yvette. We're very proud of you. Take the photos. Be in the photos. It matters that you're in the photo. No one cares what you look like. It's just it matters that you're there. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I've loved it. I hope you've loved it as well. And we will see you next week. Bye. Network, a place where you belong. Hello, I'm La La La, let me explain. And this is, it's not you, it's them, but it might be you. I'm here to answer all your questions around love, relationships, sex, dating dilemmas, and anything else you throw my way. Join me three times a week as we work through the depths of this intimacy pool together. From Sony Music Entertainment, listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.